Hi, I'm Kat, an artist currently trapped in the hellscape otherwise known as Britain or the UK, and you're listening to The Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. Hi, I'm Robin Renee, and this is The Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. Hi, I'm Wendy Sheridan, and welcome to episode 131. We are still in our season of democracy. We've learned about activism in the U.S. from North Carolina to California. We've heard about the local experience of becoming a committee member. And last time, we listened back to an interview from episode 98 to learn a bit about the democratic process in Australia. In this episode... I speak with Kat Ardern, who's lived in four English-speaking democracies, and we discuss the differences between them and what's been going on in the UK in recent years. That sounds great. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Are you helping someone run for office? Are you running for office yourself? Going to a protest and can't think of what to write on your sign? Are you tired of seeing BLM or Let's Go Brandon? Then you want the Sloganator. We at The Leftscape have curated a special set of slogans for your next protest or campaign. Visit leftscape.com slash sloganator and voila, you'll receive a fresh new slogan for your sign. That's leftscape.com slash sloganator. I am very, very happy to be here with my friend Kat Ardern. And Kat currently lives in the UK, and she is an artist, student, and carer for her wife who has ME. They have two cats, Greg and Jonesy, and when she's not tending to any of those things, you'll find her in her garden. And welcome to the show, Kat. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. (laughs) It's so great to talk to you and to see you. It's great. So you have lived in pretty much every <laughs> every English speaking democracy we have on the planet practically. Yeah, yeah, economic migrant all around the world. <laughs> <laughs> so you have like a very unique perspective on everything and I want to hear your perspective on everything. I don't know where we should start. I mean, should we start with with the queen and the queue? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the logical place to start really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god that the the last couple of weeks you know you know when it's i'm sure like americans you've lived through trump so you know you know that <laughs> like not even every week not even every day it's like every hour and it's just another thing and you're just like oh my god just make it stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, so yeah the, the queen and the queue. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with the queue. I did read a fantastic uh, thread on Twitter where someone had been trying to just go, like, cross the queue like, and got sucked into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like, yeah, that, that kind of says everything about Britain, really, <laughs> at okay. the moment. I- <laughs> 
I had read I read a really funny thing about the queue about how it, it, it there was somebody just making up a thing where you know you can never leave it and you can't eat or go to the bathroom. I mean, assuming was that also the case, the actual queue you couldn't leave and hold your place? Well, no, they had they were quite organized. Yeah, it's amazing how they how organized <laughs> they can get for a queue to see a, a dead person in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> possibly yeah they had wristbands so they yeah they could um, okay they could leave and come back yes okay and some cause... places like the shakespeare's globe uh left their their facilities open you know so you know people could <laughs> people could go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right and uh, enough of that so um you guys were having to live under Boris Johnson, which we 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 were basically we were def we were always sitting here thinking about he's just like Trump, but like maybe not as stupid. I don't know. <laughs> no, he's well, definitely the same school. Because and and I'm guessing you would probably find that with pretty much all sort of populist autocrats that you know or wannabe autocrats. Boris has cultivated this sort of like silly, crazy character that he, you know, has, and uh, much the same, I'm sure, as Trump has. You know, the 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 chaos. They're, they're just looking for chaos. So you know, like, doesn't matter if it's good or bad or whatever. They just they put it out there because everyone's then firefighting all the time, and you don't have time to to sort of lock down any one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's not yeah. Johnson's not going to be like indicted for anything is he or no of course not no. no no he just he just whatever whatever garbage he was doing was legal <laughs> is what I'm I yeah probably like uh, it's yeah I mean the whole thing with with um, cake gate um <laughs> Which just feels like a lifetime ago now already. I don't even know what that is. Why don't you oh, quickly okay. explain so, well, that? It's, it, it was otherwise known as Partygate, which was uh, the fact that um, while everyone was in lockdown during COVID, the number 10, which is where the Prime Minister works and lives, they were all partying all the way through it. Oh. Suitcases full of wine. Yeah, they were just... They were just <laughs> going down and buying out the local uh, you know grocery shop full of wine it was wow. uh, you know like no, they were trying to uh, deny everything and then of course pictures came out and so they said <laughs> oh well maybe it was just one party but that was a work party so it's not like it was anything bad you know and then <laughs> like just more things kept coming out and bizarrely like like everyone got very angry about that, obviously, because you know it was we were we were all trying to do the right thing. Well, that's that wasn't unique... the thing that actually got him fired. The thing that actually got him fired was uh, defending a sex pest, which <laughs> had already happened with another one <laughs> prior to Partygate. I mean, it has been scandal after scandal here. So I think that that's why it's really hard to, to think of things like prosecution because it is so much of it is, is wrapped up in scandal, you know, like, you know, you'd love to sort of like point the finger or the, the PP 
e-contracts that uh, that were handed out to his friends, uh, you oh, know, during man. it. Yeah. That I would like to see him prosecuted for. That you know, like, yeah, just. Uh, but uh, yeah, he can just go and crawl in a hole, and we never have to see him again. That would also work. Yeah, yeah. but I, I am also hearing that the woman who's replacing him isn't like a whole lot better. Oh my god, you have like like asked me on at a point <laughs> in time where we've just had our new chancellor do a mini uh, budget and I'm saying that in quotation marks because if they do a budget they have to cost it. But with this one, they can just go I want ponies and unicorns and and everyone's just gone what the hell, you know? So <laughs> the pound has dropped, you know. So we're we're uh, inflation's going crazy, interest rates are going crazy. No one's allowed to get a mortgage anymore. You know, people are going to lose their house. I mean, it's just like I looked at Twitter this morning, and I was just like, I just have to close it because I'm 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 not going to be able to talk to you today. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll do some homework. Oh my god, the whole bloody britain oh yeah anyway so <laughs> well it sounds like here it does yeah. i mean rents rents are out of control housing yeah. prices are out of control and i know that's going to end because our interest rates are going up which means mortgages are going to get expensive which means nobody's going to want to buy an expensive house so i'm waiting for that real estate bubble to burst and it really needs to mm. um you know i don't know if you guys are we we are experiencing institutional purchases of residences and they they either rent them out or they're short-term rentals like airbnbs which is making the rental landscape ridiculous oh yeah you know? absolutely that that's happening especially i mean not so much where i live i'm on the south coast of uh, the uk and uh, so we are a seaside town but with that little bit too far for, from london to be commute about uh, but, but yeah, there's a lot of properties that go up as Airbnb, which is is making it hard, you know, uh, for yeah. um, for people to find places to live in. But also too, it's sort of decimating a lot of um, small, sort of picturesque towns over here because of the second home thing. So, mm. uh, you know, they're empty most of the year until you know you get the airbnbs <laughs> it's just crazy you, you know it's unsustainable so talk to me about some of the other places that you've lived like and and how governments how it was operating <laughs> so besides the uk mm. you were you were born in new zealand yeah. yeah and you lived i guess there for and I, and I have to throw out there because I think this is so cool that that you're actually related to the prime minister there. And <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely say distant relation. I would okay. we're not like first cousins or anything like that. Um, and I haven't looked into um, it. My father has. Yeah, so I haven't looked into this myself, but my dad has. So uh, yeah, he he sort of. I think he got quite excited about it because <laughs> her father's uh, name is the same name as one of his cousins. So he was like, oh, yeah. And then we found out it was different, different <laughs> okay. part of the family. Distant, distant relation. Okay. Yeah. Is, there, is, there elect, is there a governmental system 
like Britain's or is it like Australia? It's it's is it it's u- unique? Tell me, it's, tell me how. Well, so it used to be there. like Britain, but uh, in the nineties and the sort of mid late nineties, it changed to MMP, which means mixed member parliament, which follows the German model of of or parliament. Um, okay. It has changed again since then. Um, so all of this happened after I left. So um, mm. I left in, in in the early 1990s. So so we still had first past the post then, which uh, I don't know whether is similar to US. But Australia follows a much more similar model to America, uh, where you have a federal parliament and then you have state parliaments. So wow. it gets quite... That's quite, I mean, I, I guess it works for them, but it is quite messy, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Is it, and and is the voting the same? I mean, are is Australia using ranked choice voting now? Uh, in I think in, in the state ones they are, in the federal ones they're not, I don't think. I could be wrong on that. So, um, okay. you know, that that's... Uh, yeah, I should have asked my dad before I came on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad's my fount of all knowledge on Australian stuff. I haven't. I lived in Australia for four years before I came to the UK, but that was in the 1990s. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. So I get all of my info from my dad, who, you know, is about the only thing we talk about on the phone. So uh, <laughs> it's the state of the world and politics. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, that's been a barrel of, laughs over there as well too with uh, Scott Morrison just like handing himself ministerial positions and things oh, like that yeah. it was just like <laughs> wow okay so um yeah th- I did mean so get, now, now get, we're envious because they've got like did LB he get a and... smackdown for that well, again, when they found out it. like because he'd already because he'd already lost the election I guess oh. everyone is, everyone was just kind of like, well, phew, dodged a bullet there type thing <laughs> and has moved on, I, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's wow. very weird, very strange. How, and also, too, I think, because obviously in America you vote for a president, don't you? You don't, well, you're, yes. you're not voting for the uh, party. So over here you vote for a party, you don't vote for the prime minister. The party, mm. the party itself, is the 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 body that that promotes them up the food chain. Um, mm. So, which is why we we've ended up with Liz Truss over here because uh, her party decided she would be the next uh, leader. Uh, and on the radio today, there was there was someone there was a talking head on the radio today talking about the fact that she's our new elected prime minister, and it was like. <laughs> unelected she's not been elected by the the electorate so yeah. okay yeah. so that so you guys and and is she what party is she in so she's the conservatives which uh would would um be the equivalent to the republicans in america yeah. okay but you have do you okay so how many parties do you have though you have a lot right yeah we do here in the uk there's the conservatives who are currently in and have been in for the last 12 years and I hate them and I want them to go. 
This is my own opinion, and <laughs> <laughs> I hate them too. <sighs> so <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so I might be a little bit biased. Yeah, but um, then there's Labour. Yeah, Labour, I guess, would be the equivalent to the Democrats in America. Okay. Then you have the Liberal Democrats, which I've had an argument with my wife about recently, because uh, I would say they are centre right. And uh, she just went, what? Um, but, <laughs> I, I think that they flip-flop a bit. Like, some of their policies are a little bit left and some of them are a little bit right. But, of course, the centre has moved a lot since the Conservatives have been in, so towards the yeah. right. So, you know, it's really hard to know where the centre is now. But um, they were in coalition, uh, the Lib Dems were in coalition with the Conservatives for five years, uh, from 2010 mm. to 2015. So, yeah, I, I would say that incarnation of them under Nick Clegg was was definitely centre right. Huh. This is all. So then you have really? the Greens, and then you have yeah. the SNP, which is the Scottish National Party, uh, and then you have. Uh, Clyde Cymru, which is the Welsh National Party. Then you have things like the Monster Raven Looney Party, which is just brilliant. Unfortunately, <laughs> they are not in power, but definitely go look up some of their policies. We have Count Binface, who used to be Lord Buckethead, I guess. And he just sort of like, again, not unfortunately not elected. He was going to change the name of London Bridge to Phoebe Waller Bridge, I thought was brilliant. <laughs> So, so the stuff that they were doing on Monty Python was actually mirroring your actual politics. Basically, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. I always thought that was just goofy, and <laughs> it's apparently not. No, That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just watched a program last night. There's a new program about the YBAs on. Um, so the YBAs are the young British artists back in the nineties. Okay, and it's sort of like giving a bit of background to to what they're. Um, uh, how they sort of came to be uh, and they when you look at the backdrop of the 1980s under Margaret Thatcher here and stuff and this is all stuff I didn't really I mean I, I kind of knew about but it's sort of interesting to give more context to the you know the sort of the DIY ethos and all the rest of it came back because the country was poor there was, nobody had any money or you know certain people had a lot of money and the rest had none yeah, so it's uh, hmm. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess I guess the the whole DIY side hustle in the Americas happened for similar reasons because and you probably know, even a were, little earlier. I think maybe. Yeah, we're we're just you know doing all. It's the side hustle mm. thing, you know, or or the stay at home mom thing, mm. needing to make some money because. Your your one salary isn't cutting it anymore, kind of deal. Sure, and, and I mean, you guys, you know, we at the moment still have a universal healthcare system. <laughs> it's on its knees, but we still have it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I I do, and 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 I keep now that I I I'm going I am going to be eligible for Medicare very soon, and I've been navigating that whole landscape which is not easy or self-explanatory in any way and when i keep hearing people say medicare for all i'm going guys it's not it's not the solution exactly 
No. It's, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, obviously there would be like several tele- television programs that, that probably wouldn't have been made, you know, if it hadn't have been for the system that you have over there. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was that cart. There was a comic for, um, it was like, if Breaking Bad happened in Canada, it would be like, like, I have cancer. Oh, well, we'll take care of you. The end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, Canada is one of the places that I haven't lived. Yeah, that's right. I realized it's you. <laughs> or it, you weren't. Have you lived in America either? Or is, uh... well, I I kind of did. I mean, okay. it's like so long ago now. I don't think I'll get in trouble for it. <laughs> um, I I came over to America and I ended up sort of working in Fort Lauderdale for a while. <laughs> I, I did end up in in the in, on Grand Bahama, so uh, you know I was outside of it for a while. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean this is like nearly thirty years ago, so you know. Yeah. Hopefully, well, no just... one's listening to it. <laughs> that are gonna like go, right? Fog march you in somewhere. <laughs> that was actually I I kind of remember hearing something about a lot of people living in America and working and not supposed to, a lot of them were from the UK mm. and not like from South America, like, and, and Mexico and and Central America, like yeah. the fear mongers keep saying to us. So absolutely. I mean, it was like, even back then, so I'm talking about the mid 19, 1990s that, you know, you you couldn't take anything that looked like you might, you know, you know, so you couldn't take anything that was like could be considered as a, a suit or something like that 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 might look make look like you're working. <laughs> and I've heard, you know, that people had their, you know, like through their diaries, you know, this is at, at border control, I guess. People had their diaries looked through to see whether they had any oh, wow. like addresses that they were, or you know anything to do with work. So, you know, as long as you went in and you had to, like, even back then, you had to pr- provide evidence that you could support yourself. Uh, hmm. So, you know, that that's not a new thing. And, yeah, I, I ended up working on the boats as a boat hand, which is kind of how you got around it. Because if you were <laughs> working on a boat that had a UK flag or whatever, that was that was considered oh, yeah. UK ground it wasn't it wasn't america so that's that was then i don't know how they do it now i don't either but um, yeah maritime law is a whole other it is a whole other kettle of fish yeah and it's very weird i i (laughs) how are americans perceived now from your end of the ocean well i mean i have to say that you know like like the, the most of us, I would have, I would have thought, are just relieved for you guys. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I get a lot of my my American news off um, John Oliver, so I don't know how okay. good it is, but you know, like I I try and watch that, and yeah, but you know, I don't think that Americans have ever been seen in a bad light i think it, i think most people can sort of like separate people from governments uh in, in most times you know like like with with the the, the russian invasion of, of ukraine nobody's nobody is uh 
is blaming Russians for this. They, you know, <laughs> they're blaming Putin. Well, that's for good. <laughs> but yeah, that you know, it's just yeah. So at the moment, I think most of our sort of international press is focused on that rather than America now. So that's really because the American press it doesn't talk about the war that much mm. in Ukraine anymore. They mention it occasionally. I mention it on the podcast because it's still happening and, and we're not, it's not front page news here because it's been going on. And I guess, you know, our we, everyone in America has ADHD and we have no attention span. So, mm. you know. I think we've developed that. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think the media landscape tends to encourage that, you know. Oh like, yeah, you know. it yeah. Back to firefighting, isn't it? It's just you yeah. know, one thing after another. Um, so, are, does as UK taken in a lot of or refugees from from the war? No. <laughs> in an, okay. In a word, <laughs> <laughs> um, they like to tell everyone they have, but I think they've you know, like with the um, Syrian um, migrant. Uh, or, uh, refugee uh, crisis you know they their policies are very different from what their their sloganeering is so yeah. okay yeah. so it's kind of oh well, i mean i i don't know i mean i ran into i ran into some ukrainian refugees online to get my vaccine the last time i got a vaccine <laughs> so they were in line ahead of me and uh, it, it was interesting to to see that. I know I know we've taken some in in the United States, and obviously in my local community because they I met to. So you know, so that I that's interesting that you guys are still paying attention. I guess you guys have to pay attention to that because your oil and all kinds of stuff is tied up in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we've got we've got an energy crisis, we've got a financial crisis, we've got <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the the front page of the Economist today. I don't know whether you've seen that, and it's not no. something I would normally. I mean, I have to say, like since the pandemic, I've followed more epidemiologists, and then suddenly, <laughs> like that's gone through, and I, I'm like, oh, cool, I know a little bit about epidemiology now. I swear to God, I know more about more different things now. <laughs> I mean, definitely not a master of any, obviously, but, you know, it's like, oh, God, now I'm, now I'm following, like, economists and, like, oh, my God, do I actually want to know? <laughs> I have to know, but do I want to know? But, yeah, anyway, so The Economist today is, like, uh, has a, a cartoon of Liz Truss, our, our New Dare leader, and her treasurer, Quasi Kwarteng, uh, on a little tiny boat, which is sinking, and she's sort of standing, you know, sort of like, <laughs> like the master of all she surveys. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably how the rest of the world does view Britain, if if they do at all, you know. It's like, yeah, tiny little wow. boat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing in your personal life, like with your art and any, are you like showing things recently or what's happening with, with you? Right. So I, uh, in the last couple of years, decided to go back to school. So I am studying uh, long distance for a degree in fine arts. So oh. my, yeah, so 
the last couple of years have been a lot of experimenting. Like, because I'm, I'm doing oh, it part so cool. time, um, it's you know, it's been quite nice to to sort of have time to just just play with different materials and things. So, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that my work is political uh, in any form at the moment but I guess all work is political you know when you're making work as a as a as anyone I you know I myself am a gay woman I <laughs> am, and and as a carer and as you know just yeah uh, <laughs> as one of the working poor or, or not working poor I don't know what you would call me I work an artist yeah <laughs> You're yeah, a I working a artist, artist so, so that <laughs> means you have no money. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what I'm doing. I'm, so I'm not showing. I'm trying to. Uh, so I am trying to organise a collective of other students. So we're working. We are working towards an exhibition, but that'll be next year. So okay. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. It will be. Hopefully, we're a bunch of uh, artists and scientists who have turned artists. So uh, it'll be really, oh, I'm that... really looking forward to that. So well, I hope that it's online, so those of us Definitely that can't get will. to the UK can see some things. Yeah, um, I will be on the lookout for that. And I want to thank you very much for being with us today and and Ooh. giving us your insights on things outside of america which is you know <laughs> sucking so, so up all our energy <laughs> i hope some of it made sense <laughs> it did it did thank you it's brilliant thank you so much for having me it's been really lovely you got questions we got answers <laughs> And this time, we have a question from Brian Lobig, who wants to know, what was your favorite summer event or activity? Huh. I would have to say gardening and taking pictures of my flowers. <laughs> okay, that's very summery. I, I, you know, that's pretty much all I did this summer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well... I went to the Cruel World Festival in uh, Pasadena, wow. which was, you know, it was a big thing because I hadn't been on a plane since the whole COVID thing and stuff. So it was, you know, it was it was a little bit daunting, but it turned it turned out wonderful. And like every new wave band known to humankind played the festival, basically. <laughs> so that was cool. So that's one sort of little answer. But the other thing is I always have a beach party every summer so the clothing optional beach gunnison is like my favorite place to live basically as much as i can <laughs> and every time that beach day happens that's like a really it's kind of like my home base cool thing so that's always wonderful so yeah so that's that's it oh okay thanks brian for your question yes thank you brian for giving us like a, a vaguely easy one for once <laughs> Yeah, and it's good to reminisce since we're in the beginning of autumn now. So, you know, yeah, I'll have to think toward next year. But I love the, all the seasons. I'm actually enjoying this one, too. So <laughs> I'm not ready for it to be as cold as, as it is right now, but I'm okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm Robin Renee, and you can find me on Facebook at Robin Renee Fan, on Instagram at Robin Renee Music, and on Twitter at Spirit Rock Sexy. And let me know if you want to hang out on Discord. I am uh, Andrew Genus there. I'm Wendy Sheridan, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Wendy Cards, on Twitter at Wendy Designs, and on Etsy at Wendy Cards with a Z. And remember, you can always reach out to us on social media at Leftscape. Send us your questions, and we might answer it on an upcoming show. We love to hear from you. So until next time, be well, stay dry, and keep left. You've been listening to the Leftscape Podcast. Sound engineering by Wendy Sheridan. Show notes by Robin Renee. Fake sponsor messages by Ariel Sheridan. Web hosting by InMotion. Remote recording by Squadcast. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Leftscape. Become a patron of our show for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash Leftscape. Thanks for listening. <laughs>